0: Central Park Baptist Church. Good morning to y'all. How are we doing this morning? Amen. The Lord has blessed us to reach another uh, new month, uh, the month of September. And so, what we like to do before we begin our our worship is we like to recognize all September wedding anniversaries. If you have a wedding anniversary in the month of September, would you please rise? Amen. 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 So I'm. Okay. And everybody in the choir. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Amen. Amen. Do we have any uh, September birthdays? September birthdays. Amen. Hey, back here, down front. Amen. Hey, back there. Hey, got one right here. Yes. Your mom? Oh, okay. Not, not you, huh? Okay, you don't have birthdays, right? <laughs> hey, man. What we like to do at this time is, if, if for those of you who've had wedding anniversaries and and um, and birthdays, we'd like you to stay. Uh, if you rise, we're gonna sing Happy Birthday to you.
1: Uh, happy.
2: birthday.
0: fellowship portion of our of our program, let's make sure that we uh, personally recognize those who have uh, wedding anniversaries and birthdays today. Amen? Or, or this month. Amen? Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Amen? Amen. If you're able to rest upon your feet, we'd like for you to join us in singing hymn three, two, one. Hymn three, two, one. Him 3, two, one. here we go. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before Him, heaven and earth adore Him. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve angels bow before him heaven and earth adore him what a mighty god we serve we're going to take it up a notch we're going to have a special ending here in a moment let's, let's modulate here we go oh what a mighty god we serve what a mighty god we serve angels bow before him heaven and earth adore him What a mighty God we, what a mighty God we, what a mighty God we serve. Amen.
1: Amen. Let's pray. Dear Father, I just um, thank you, Lord, for all your mercies, Lord, and your promises that you keep, Father. I just thank you for this service and the congregation here that's gathered to worship you, Lord. Uh, be with our pastor in this uh, morning service lord be with our choir and our specials lord Mm -hmm. in jesus name we pray amen amen
0: Amen and amen if you'll remain standing we would love for you to turn to hymn 675 hymn 675 if you're a born again child of god if you're saved this morning then you know that old account was settled amen hymn 675 Was the time on earth when in the book of hell an old account was standing for sins yet unforgiven? My name was at the top and many things below. I went unto the keeper and settled long ago, long ago. Down on my knees, long ago
3: I settled it all.
0: Yes, the old account was settled long ago. Hallelujah. The wreck is clear today, for he washed my sins away. When the old account was settled long ago. The old account was large and growing every day. For I was always sinning and never tried to pay. But when I looked ahead and saw such pain and woe, I said that I would settle I settled long ago, long ago, down on my knees, long ago, I settled it all. Yes, the old account was settled long ago. And the wreck is clear today, for he washed my sins away. When the old account was settled long ago. Ladies only, verse 3, ladies only, verse 3, here we go. my sins away when the old account was settled long ago man verse four when in that happy home my savior's home above i'll sing redemption story and praise him for his love i'll not forget that book with pages white as snow because i came and settled and settled long ago Everyone Long ago Down on my knees Long ago I settled it all Yes, the old account was settled long ago Hallelujah And the wreck is clear today For he washed my sins away When the old account was settled long ago Everyone, last verse Oh sinner, seek the Lord Repent of all your sins Thus he hath commanded if you would enter in, and then if you should live a hundred years below, up there you'll not regret it. You settled long ago, long ago, long ago. Yes, the old account was settled long ago. Hallelujah! The right Direct- Washed my sins away when the old account was settled long ago. Amen and amen. You may be seated.
2: E Amém
3: You know, the Bible says, if I be lifted up, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto myself. And the reason being is because God said he'd given him a name above every other name. And all God's people can say, amen. 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 Let's all stand and let's sing hymn number 341, He Included Me. Come here, Bishop.
0: sing along hymn 341 here we go Uh, i am so happy in christ today that i go singing along my way yes i'm so happy to know and say jesus included me too jesus included me yes he included me when the lord said whosoever he included me. Yes, he included me. When the Lord said, whosoever, he included me. Uh, Gladly I read, whosoever may come to the fountain life today. But when I read it, I always say, Jesus included me too. Amen. Jesus included me He included me said whosoever He included me Jesus included me Yes, He included me When the Lord said whosoever freely come drink, we' so to thrill, oh, with the joy that my heart do feel, for when he said, whosoever will, Jesus included me too.
1: Park Baptist Church, and you may be seated. We're glad that you're here this morning. Uh, welcome to our services. If you're a first time visitor here and you did not receive a visitor card, if you'd slip your hand up right now, our ushers will get you one right now. I think everybody's been covered, but I just want to make sure. Thank you for coming, uh, including, uh, and uh, he included me too. I knew it was in there somewhere. I'm, by the way, God didn't know what he was getting. He got me, and I said, Yes, and he said, You're included. And I went, Woohoo! I'm sure that he didn't understand how bad it was going to be, but you do because you're just as retarded or um, warped as I am. And so anyway, we're glad that you're here this morning. Thank you for coming to be up. See, you never know what I'm going to do when I get up here, do you? That's right. That's right. Amen. Don't forget about Ladies Bible Study this Tuesday 9, uh, at 10 o'clock in the morning, September 6th. This is Monday uh, or Tuesday, whatever day of the week it is that you're going to have it. It's on Tuesday uh, at 10 o'clock in the morning. You do not have to be a member of Central Park Baptist Church That's to come right. to any of our Bible studies or any of our prayer times. Right. It doesn't matter if you're a member or not. You come. You hey. want to come? You be here. 10 o'clock in the morning, ladies, uh, Bible study. Then don't forget. Our ladies will be going to a ladies' retreat this weekend, September 9th and 10th, at First Baptist Church in, in Meadowview, which is Mesquite, Texas. And so if you're riding uh, in a church van, please be here by 4 o'clock in, in the afternoon. You must be here by 4 o'clock so we can get on the road, because we're leaving at 8, 20, or not 7, we're leaving at 4.20 sharp. <laughs> One of these days, I'm at, it's written down. I don't know why I can't see it, but we're leaving exactly at that time. Amen? Not at 421, not at four uh, 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 nineteen, but at 420. Amen? So please be here on time so we can get everybody's luggage loaded, get them in place. And and be able to drive you over there. Don't forget our country store. Our kids have a program upstairs in our junior church program and in our Sunday school departments where we give them Baptist bucks. Amen. All the kids, you bring your Bible, you get a hundred dollars. Baptist bucks. You know the memory verse, you get money. You behave, you get money. You be, you sing what loud. And that's what I learned when I was a kid. Sing loud. Don't sing good, but sing loud. And uh, uh, and you get Baptist bucks. We take those Baptist bucks once a month, and we go to the old-fashioned country store upstairs across from our junior church program. And we need some help with that. We're running out of material. We've had a very busy summer. And we're looking for things that uh, our children would enjoy purchasing out of, the, out of the store. Amen. And it can be anything, crayons, coloring books, um, Bibles, little children's Bibles. Uh, you could get uh, jewelry that children would like. I go to the. I got to get the right s- store here. Uh, dollar Tree. Amen. Because uh, everything's more than a dollar now. <laughs> What happened to honesty in America today? It's supposed to be a dollar tree. Everything on the tree is a buck. Anyway, uh, that, uh, so it's inexpensive. It's places to go. There's little things. It's amazing what children like. Can I be honest with you? Children are just little adults. They like those big flashy things that you like too, and they just like the child sizes of them. Amen. So I want to encourage if you could help us, we surely would appreciate it. If you bring in something, please, um, there's a list in, in the bulletin. Uh, you can put it underneath the television and the fellowship hall or back in the office area. We have a desk out there. If you'll place it on there, we'll be able to get that for you as well. Don't forget about soul winning this Saturday morning Amen. at nine thirty in the morning. Then Amen. mark your calendars now for our missions conference, October 12th through 16th. It's going to be an exciting time. Listen, it, there is nothing like being a part of a missions program. Right? I believe God blesses missions, and a church that gives to missions like our church gives, I believe that's the reason God blesses our church with visitors, with souls that get saved, because he knows he can trust us because we care about others. Amen? So I want to encourage you to be a part of our missions conference. I promise you it'll be a blessing to you. It'll be every night. And by the way, we'll be having a meal every evening before the service. Uh, I think it's at 530. 530, we'll be having the meal at 530 in the fellowship hall. uh, So if you don't have time to eat, you just get off work, you haven't even had a chance to clean up, show up. We'll put you in the back in a chair by yourself if you want us, but you're welcome to come as you are because we want everybody to be a part of our missions conference. Welcome to Central Park Baptist Church, and we're glad that you're here. Amen. Please read your bulletin.
3: There's been a lot of times given out in the last four minutes, <laughs> but please read your bulletin, all right? Um, and, and please, if you'll notice on the back, there's a garage sale that's going to go on tentatively October 1st or 8th. Uh, if you can help with that, it, that the proceeds will go toward our, our VBS trip in Grants, New Mexico, next yeah. year. Uh, I've, I've been emailing Brother Cato back and forth. He said... He, he just sent me an email yesterday. He said, "You please, you are coming next year, right? Because he said, I've been doing VBS for over 30 years. And he said the VBS that we had when y'all were here uh, this past summer was the best VBS that we have seen in 30 years. Oh so, uh, and so please mark that down. And if you can help with that, please see me white. There's a sign up sheet out there. Please sign up. Uh, for that as well. But please uh, read your bulletin. Following the uh, afternoon service today, we're going to, uh, since uh, Brother Marco's been gone for for a long time, he's had a birthday. Uh, okay, Amen. he's 78. Yeah. No.
1: That's how my mind
3: he, no, he's not quite that old. He's 76. But no, but he. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But we're going to have a birthday thing for him following the afternoon service this afternoon. So, yeah. Uh, you'll want to be back there so that we can sing uh, something to him, you know, or whatever. And there's gifts that people have already given, and so there's going to be some cake back there. So uh, please come and be back this afternoon, ready Amen. to go. And uh, if you'll come back this afternoon, you can have tomorrow off. Okay? <laughs> Amen. Amen. So uh, I'm just saying. I know I'm. I'm. Y'all are thinking, man. He is a nice guy, isn't that what Amen. you're thinking? Now, that was the point right then where you're going to say amen, you know. So uh, anyway, when you have to beg for amens, you know, and make people think then you might as well just move on. So, Uh, well, let's have a good offering, amen. Amen. I mean, we need a good offering. Last week was down below budget, so uh, the only people, listen, God has lots of money. You praise the Lord. Amen, but it's all in your pocket. So let's give as unto the Lord today, and uh, may uh, God bless you as you give, and, and uh, please mark down all those things in, in the bulletin. Father, bless us, Lord, today. God, we need you, and uh, Lord, I know we'll fail without you, so please strengthen us, Lord, today spiritually. Help us, Lord, to apply everything that we hear today, uh, Lord, to our lives, and I pray, God, that we will love you to the point, uh, God, that uh, we'll change. And so please help us, God, today. Lord, help us to be givers, Lord, today. And give back a portion of that which you've already given to us, Lord, through tithes and offerings. And, Lord, we'll give you praise. So bless us, Lord, today. Bless this gift. Bless the offering, Lord. May it be used for the furtherance of the cause of Christ in this place. And we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have an offering, you please come?
0: Amen and amen. If you're able to rise, we'd like for you to join us in singing hymn 14, uh hymn 413, hymn 413, hymn 413, hymn 413, just over in Glory Land, hymn 413. A home prepared where the saints are bound, just over in the glory land. And I long to be by my Savior's side, just over in the glory land. Just over, just over in the glory land. Just over just over in the glory land. There with the mighty host. Just over in the glory land. Now, at this time, if you're fifth grade and under, we would like you to know that you're now dismissed for junior church. Fifth grade and under is now dismissed for junior church. The Korean ministry is also dismissed at this time as we go to verse number two. Here we go. I am on my way to those mansions fair, just over in the glory land, there to sing God's praise and his glory share, just over in the glory land, just over in the glory land, I'll join happy angel band just over in the glory land just over in the glory land there with the mighty host I'll stand just over in the glory land last verse last verse with the blood wise throne I will shout and sing just Over in the glory land, let hosannas to Christ the Lord and King. Just over in the glory land, just over in the glory land, I'll join the happy angel band, just over in the glory land, just over, just over. Over in the glory land, there with the mighty host, thou stand just over in the glory land. Amen. At this time, please greet your neighbor, please greet our September birthdays and wedding anniversaries.
3: Man, Ephesians chapter 5. Man, Ephesians chapter 5. Found your place, if you'll please stand and let's let's start reading in verse 15. And we'll read down through verse 25. Ephesians chapter 5. We'll begin reading in verse 15. Found your place, amen. Yeah. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Now that's not saying a little bit is good, or a little bit is okay. Because if we even got, it's like saying, oh, I'm just a little pregnant. That don't work, right? Well, uh, if you've got anything else but the Spirit of God in you, then you're filled with something else. And that that God says, be filled with the Spirit. Yes, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, yes, giving thanks always for all things unto God, and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember verse 21, submitting yourselves one to another yes, in the fear of God. for it and all god's people can say amen Amen. father help us and bless us lord today may we stay lord in the context of the word of god today lord as we preach through this passage of scripture and and i pray god that you would strengthen our families lord we're in trouble today in the family and uh, god i pray that you'd help me to preach this message as you've given it to me may i just say what you say lord and 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 help me to rightly divide your word of truth I pray, Father, thanking you, Lord, for our people. Bless them, Lord, this morning. Bless the reading of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. One of the most or probably the worst tragedy of our day is um, the progressive death of the family. Yes, yes. As it has now now listen we talked about listening last week, so listen until I finish the statement, okay? Uh, the, uh, the, the worst tragedies of our day is the progressive death of the family as it has been traditionally known and as it has been defined by God. Right. Marital infidelity, exaltation of sexual sin, homosexuality, abortion, women's liberation, uh, the sexual revolution in general, all of these have contributed to the demise of the family. Gays and lesbians are demanding the right to be married to each other, and a lot of states as well as a, a lot of churches um, are recognizing that as a right. Um, lesbian couples, uh, gay couples, they're bringing together uh, children that they've had or adopted by various ways. Uh, and they call that and, and want to call it a family. Um, but as i and I want you to get this, I, I honestly believe with all my heart it's time for Christians to declare and to live what the Bible has always declared and what the church has taught up until recent years. A generation ago, think about this only one in 500 couples in the church got a divorce. Today, the divorce rate in the church is as much as it is in the world. And the church, uh, listen, the church needs to deal with the problem in, in, in here and in, in among God-fearing and Christian people before we can be effective uh, in, in the things of this world. If we want to give good counsel to the world today, then we've got to get it right inside these walls. Amen. Because if we can't get it right in here, we cannot expect them to get it right out there. Right. That's right. It's time for Christians to stop doing as they please. Yeah. It's time for Christians to stop treating God in the church like a hobby. Right. Well, you know what a hobby is, right? It's a hobby you do something if you've got time to do it. I mean, we enjoy doing it, but if we don't have time, we don't do it. That's a hobby. It's time for Christian people, God's people to stop treating the church and the things of God like a hobby. And all God's people can say amen. Amen. It's time for Christians to live a holy and committed life. Listen for God's honor and for His glory. Now, we all know that things change in marriages. There's Listen, no such thing as a perfect marriage. Amen. I mean, things start out all warm and fuzzy. (laughs) Right? Come on. Uh, But over time, we have a tendency to become cold and businesslike. And if we don't invest ourselves in our spouse, uh, listen, and in our marriage, we wind up in trouble. Uh, And the the most familiar passage of Scripture, uh, I believe, uh, on marriage is here in Ephesians chapter 5 and also in 1 Peter chapter 3. We'll reference that in a little bit uh, later. But here it focuses on the differences in the roles and responsibilities of husbands and wives. Uh, And as you read Scripture, now watch it, as you read Scripture... Not some book that somebody wrote over here on gurus of marriage. Listen, the greatest book ever penned about marriage in the home is right here. We don't need all that other stuff. Uh, And so as we read scripture on the subject of marriage, you'll find that that most of the instruction given to husbands and wives individually can be applied to one another. And we can all say amen. Uh, And so I want to... You know, we all like investments. I mean, we want them, and we want to. Uh, we like sure thing investments, right? Yeah, sure. Um, well, you know, we all think about investment strategies and portfolio and all that kind of stuff. You know, if you've got that kind of stuff, more power to you. You know, I'm, I guess I'm a lot like my father. I've just invested in heaven, and I, you know, that's my that's my retirement. Uh, but listen, but there's some investments I think that we can, are uh, some things that we can invest in our marriages that, that'll help us in our families because family was God's plan. It's not man's plan, it's God's plan. And the first investment strategy, if you will, into a marriage is in, here in Ephesians 5 and verse 21-22. And perhaps the hardest and, and most challenging one for men, and that's that word, submission. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Yes, sir. Hmm. 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 Huh. Amen. Now, normally, now think about get this in teaching or preaching on this passage, uh, emphasis is placed on the wife's responsibility to submit to the husband. But don't don't now you got to be careful because you may say amen too soon, and you might wind up getting you in trouble. Um, The unfortunate thing is this, that that this portion of Scripture has been overstated, it's been misstated, and it has been misused to the detriment of a lot of marriages. Let me say that again. This teaching right here in these verses, verse 21 and 22... Uh, it, listen, it, it has been overstated, misstated, and misused to the detriment of a lot of marriages. In fact, like many other things, when preachers preach on this subject, it doesn't often get repeated in the way it was presented. <laughs> Come, Amen. Parents, y'all have had your children do that before. Amen. Well, guess what? Sometimes the things that I say up here or other preachers say up here doesn't always get repeated the way I say it. In fact, a long time ago, I mean, I haven't done this in years, but a long time ago I've had preacher people come up in a, con- a condemnation kind of a thing and say, yeah, but preacher, you said, and I used to record all of my sermons on a CD for that purpose. Because I'd say, no, that's not what I said. And they said, yeah, that's what you said. And I said, well, let's go back and listen to it. Right. But I'm thankful nowadays we have things like sermon audio and all that kind of stuff where we can record it. But sometimes this things like this get uh, restated in a way that it wasn't presented. And while it's true, now look in verse 21 that the command here is directed to wives, there's a need. To apply this verse, verse 21, in the setting of marriage. That is, husbands and wives submitting mutually to one another. Every good marriage, not yet this, every good marriage has this spirit, a spirit of mutual submission. You say, well, why? Because when we get married, the Bible tells us that we become one flesh. Now, there are times when a husband has to make the decision, and he ought to. That's right. Amen. Amen. But it ought to be done in the right attitude and in the right spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, where you find trouble in marriages, listen, you, you find individuals trying to hang on to their turf. Right. Yes. And it becomes a turf war. Right. Right. Well, I'm not going to do that. Yes, yes, you are too. You better get out. No, wait a minute. You know what? It becomes a a, a battle of will. Yes. Mutual submission is necessary if there's going to be growth and unity in a marriage. Yes. Amen. First Peter chapter three is another chapter that talks about marriage and submission. It it starts out talking about how citizens are to be submissive to governments in First Peter two verse thirteen through seventeen. It speaks about how servants are to be submissive to masters in 1 Peter 2, verses 18 through 25. And then it talks about how wives are to be in subjection to their own husbands in 1 Peter 3, in verse 1. Some have said, well, now, preacher, you're saying that wives to husbands as citizens to governments and slaves to masters? Well, look in verse 7 of 1 Peter 3. Peter uses the word likewise. It says, likewise ye husbands. Husbands are to have the same submissive and obedient attitudes in their hearts to their wives. It's a team effort. A team effort. Listen, this ministry today is not a pastoral thing alone. It's a team effort. We accomplish what we accomplish because there's a lot of other people willing to do things here in this place that help us to move forward as a church. And it's the same in a marriage today. It is a team effort. Yes, a team. Amen. Very good. Both are involved. Amen. And in a team, there can be no concern as to who gets the credit. Right. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. right. Right. There you go. Here, I'm tired of patting me on the back. You pat me on the back. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Listen, it's a, it can't be that way. If we do something and somebody else takes the credit for it, big deal. So what? Listen, we live in a look at me, look what I did kind of world. And that's a humanistic world view. Listen, we are to look at marriage in the light of the Word of Almighty God. Not what we think it ought to be, not what a husband thinks it ought to be, or a wife thinks so it ought to be, but what God said it ought to be. We're to have a biblical worldview. We're to look at marriage, again, through the perspective of the Word of God. And, and, and again, when it talks about submission, it talks about the, the being equally submissive to one another. But when it comes time to a decision-making, listen, then the husband ought to make the decision. Men, Me my wife, listen, I make, I make all the decisions in my home. But when there's a time to make it, listen, I always seek out my wife and ask her why she thinks about it. Listen, our wives are, listen, Now you, you, whether you say amen or not, listen, sometimes our wives are a lot smarter about stuff than we are. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we don't want to say that out loud. Amen. Submission. True. That's right. That's the right. first investment. The second one is to be loving. Yes sir. Yes sir.
2: yes, sir. yes, sir.
3: Now, loving is a command given by Paul to husbands twice in Ephesians five and one this is once in verse twenty-five and then again in verse thirty three. Right. And then if you go look in Titus chapter two, verses three and four, Paul tells the older women in the church to admonish the younger women to love their husbands. And husbands have a responsibility to love their wives and wives to love their husbands. Now, there's been once or twice my wife didn't like me over 37 years. Yeah, I know. That's hard. I, I know. Shocks me too. But I'm here to let you know she loves me. Yeah. Listen, lifelong marriages are those where both husband and wife fulfill their responsibility to love their spouse. And it's not the mushy, syrupy, molasses in the wintertime kind of stuff. You know, we all start that. That's the way it started out. You know, I mean, I always, I always give my wife a hard time. You used to write me love notes when we, were, when we were dating in college. Well, that was a long time ago. That mushy stuff has a way of going. Yeah, that's not what this is talking about. Now watch love in marriage is first of all a sacrificial kind of love. Yes, it's one that seeks the best for the other person or the for the person loved. And by the way, all these things that we're talking about, I want you to get this, it's it's for a marriage relationship, not a live-in relationship. These all of these things we're talking about from the word of God is from is in the bonds of holy matrimony, marriage. Hey, Amen. Yeah. right. Yeah. But it doesn't matter if I got that on or not. You know what? I'm still married. Amen. This is just to let everybody else know that I'm married. Right. Yes, sir. Amen. That's right. That's right. Um, I mean, uh, it can be warm and romantic. I, I mean, do we ever... Are, are, how many of y'all are consider yourself a romantic? Come on. Come on. Really? Now, I am to my wife. But, I mean, I've done things in 37 years of marriage, and I've really worked hard at some of it. And after it's all, after it's all done, it's like, what'd you do that for? <laughs> Listen, now watch this. I want you to get this. It can be warm and romantic. We're talking about love. But watch. But it's based on the act of the will, a, a choice to lay down one's life for, uh, for another person. And the love that Paul describes for husband here is the same that, that Christ, listen, had for the church. It's an agape love. It's a sacrificial kind of love. Ephesians 5 and verse 25, it says, Husband, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. Listen, l- life is made meaningful by relationships. That's why I want to encourage you here as a part of this church Find someone here in this body that can be your buddy. You need that. Listen, somebody that that thinks like you, or at least a a little bit like you in this place, somebody that you can enjoy being around. It's a social thing, but listen, you need a friend inside the body of Christ because you can't make it. You can't make it on your own. Life is made meaningful by relationships. And the most meaningful of which is, is, is that between a man and a woman in marriage. And if you look in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 7, Peter called it the grace of life. But the fulfillment of that relationship is what I've called elusive. A marriage that continually gets better, richer, and more satisfying, it is a rare thing today. That's why when people ask how long you've been married, I've said, "Man, me and my wife have been married 37 years. Wow. It's rare. Uh, A lot of voices today, they claim that the very institution of marriage has failed to meet people's needs. But the fact is, watch and think, listen, it's not a matter of marriage having failed. Since marriage has been avoided... I mean, in an increasing manner, you've got as many people now today living together outside of matrimony and marriage as they are getting married. Today, in the place, watch, of exerting consistent effort and determination to fulfill the commitment that it makes or that it takes to make one's marriage work, the solution today has been to bail out. Marriage, watch. If you remember, marriage was God's idea. But marriage was corrupted because both man and the woman twisted God's plan for their relationship. If you don't believe, go back and read about Adam and Eve. They reversed their roles and marriage has been a struggle ever since. That's good, That's good. Marriage ought to be a lifestyle of purposely endeavoring to meet the needs of another. To count their need more important than their own. Yes. Yes. Come on, we can all say amen. amen. My mom, and dad been married going on. It's I'm going to say between sixty five and seventy years. I'm not sure exactly how long. I know my brother's sixty four, and they were married about two years before he was born. Uh, but I went over and saw my mom, and dad yesterday. My dad got out of the hospital, and amen. and uh, he's he. I sat and talked to him and. And uh, uh, he was sitting in his chair, you know, he still had his hospital thing on and the band-aids on his arms, and, you know, and, and, and you know, Dad, he spent his 90th birthday in the hospital the other day, and, and I was sitting watching him as he watched, the, you know, the football game and some college game that was on. He likes that kind of stuff, and, and I watched my mom. She can't hardly get around. She's 85, and she's... Uh, you know she walks real slow and she almost blind and and she walked in the the room and she I mean she just glad one that he's home, I mean he's been he's been gone for a week she hasn't rested and she just wore out and I watched her kind of creep into the room where dad was at and he's sitting in his chair and and he she leaned over and grabbed him by the hand and and began to rub on his head and kiss on him and and said honey listen I brought in some juice do you want something and. And he said, "No, I don't need anything right now." So she rubbed on his arm a little bit more. She said, "Well, if you need something, I'll go get it." And I mean, she was all—it was all about him. It wasn't. She didn't say anything about her not being able to get around or how difficult it was for him to get around. Listen, it was a matter of his needs above her own. But we live in a day today where husbands and wives are selfish. And they put their needs above the person's other. Listen, you'll never have a meaning relationship if you do that. Real love is a sacrificial kind of love. It's a love. Listen, it's a love that is not sentimentality, but it's a love that's sacrifice. It's not selfishness, but it's submission. And without that kind of love, the marriage cannot succeed. Listen, I watched my mom and dad yesterday, and I just thought, man... I hope I'm married that long. Right, right. And I hope that at the end of my marriage, it, it, when I get old and it's time, Lord, take me home, that I have that kind of relationship with yeah. my wife. Amen. Listen, you know what that takes? Work. Amen. It Work. takes commitment. Yep. It takes a sacrificial kind of love. Yes, Submission, right. loving. Yes. But then there's another in Ephesians 5. It's nourishing You've noticed there's a, a lot of action words here in Ephesians 5. Submitting, loving, now nourishing. The same ongoing relationship that Christ has with the church is the relationship husbands ought to have with one another. Nourishing is related to nourishment. And nourishment to nutrition. You know, when I watch my kids they take care of their own and uh, my grandkids and man, uh, Eleanor, uh, Carly's always trying to feed her fruit and stuff that's you know healthy and all this, is, you know, it, it, I guess it stuff that's I don't know, nourishing. Amen. <laughs> hey, I mean, um, I mean things that were, that are of nutritional value, things that sustain them and, and physically. And folks, our marriages today need the same kind of regular feeding with plenty of acts of nourishment. Our spiritual lives need that. Listen, our spiritual lives today need a nourishing, and you can only get that as we we attend and and worship Almighty God. And and listen, your relationship with God is only dependent on how much effort you're willing to put into it. Listen, your marriages today are the same. If you want a meaningful marriage today, it's only going to come about by the the work and the commitment that you're willing to put into that relationship. Instead of physical nutrition, watch, our spouses need emotional nutrition from the person who loves us. And we live in a harsh, an uncaring, unloving society. And marriage needs to be in a place where emotional nutrition is given freely in abundance, building up one another. I mean, we get so busy, and we can all say that our conversations center around logistics and functionality. We stop using the nourishing and cherishing words that fill one another's emotional tanks, if you will, the words that attracted us to one another back when. Think about it. I mean, um, the acts of kindness that attracted us to one another in the beginning, those little gestures, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, the glances, holding hands. I, I mean, I held hands with my wife, you know, we uh, interlocked our fingers like this, and my kids, oh, man, why you're getting old, you're not supposed to hold hands like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I love my wife. We've spent a lot of years together, been through a lot of stuff together. But if we're not careful and we stop investing in one another, you know what will happen? Our jobs become more important than our relationship. We invest, now careful, we invest in our children. And we get so busy with our children, we stop investing in our marriage relationship. Right, 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 right. Amen. Amen. Listen, and let me give you a little advice. As young couples, listen, your children, they need a bed to sleep in on their own. Amen. Not with you. That's, that's husband and wife time, mama and daddy time. Come on, y'all can say amen. Oh, now wait a minute. Now wait a minute, I had, I've had four and when they were little bitty, and in a bassinet—I don't know if they still have that stuff now—but they had a little bed. We put it right beside us for a little while, right,
2: right,
3: right, right. 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 And then I, I moved them to their own bedroom. That's right. oh, That's and then I, I left the doors open, and I'd go in and I'd wake up at night and I'd go in and check on them, make sure they're still breathing, you know. I mean, I forgot which one of the girls it was. I went in there and they were little bitty, and I'm. And I'm, you know, and I want to, I was always, I was in there and I was way, way over and, and their face was about right here and I'm thinking, I'm trying to see if they're breathing, you know, I'm a little, I want to, I want to make sure they're okay. Right, right. So I'm being over like this and I'm looking at them and I've got my eyes open and they go, ah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> scared me to death. God. But you know what? They were in their room That's right. and I went back. Listen, God help us that's dangerous yes, yes, in a husband and wife relationship yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, and we if we're not careful we uh we build on our children and our children are important. don't get me wrong yes, but but you still got to invest in your husband and wife. Amen. you still got to build in that relationship, and we quit using the kinds of words that uh that Uh, That we used to use when we were young that attracted us to one another. And, you know, things when things we say. I I was listening to my sister talk to her husband yesterday, and, you know, and my sister, she's all in her 50s, and I was telling them, man, y'all are getting old. I don't know what's happening to you people, but, man, I don't know. And and, and my sister talking to her husband, she goes, yeah, but, honey, I, I still love you, baby. You know, and I'm thinking, oh, man, really? But you know what? Those are the same kind of words that attracted us to one another when we first got married. Those are the same kind of little things. And, you know, we, we say things and do things. And, you know, when our kids are around and they're going, Hey, man, ah, you know, get a room, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Well, listen, those are the kinds of things that we need to do to invest in our marriage relationship. Amen. Amen. We ought to say th- t- things like, I love you. Yeah, amen. And mean it. Not just, oh, you know, I love you. Yeah, I love you too. You know, ditto. Now, wait a minute. Stop a second. Look them in the eye. Yeah. Tell them, I'm glad we're married. I appreciate the way you take care of me. I mean, you, you, you get what I'm talking about? Um, listen, because uh, marriage relationships change. But they only change the way we, we make them change. Uh-huh. They'll either change for the better or they'll change for the worse. Right, right. And, you know, we, but we've gotten into this phase where we um, use verbal fast food in our marriage relationships right. instead of using that good verbal nourishment that we need to, uh-huh. to give to one another. Uh-huh. I mean, listen, we've got to get away from. Verbal fast food in our marriage relationships. Yeah. yeah, start nourishing our spouses. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And all God's people can say, amen. "Amen." Listen, I I watched my mom and dad. I was over there quite a while yesterday, and I, you know, it really, you know, makes you think. When especially when your your parents are getting older, some of you have had older parents, and. But, you know, when you watch a, 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 my, I watch my mom and dad, godly uh, husband and wife, and I'm telling you, it's just different. Yeah. Boy, the way you see them and the way they, listen, th- they fuss just like everybody else. Right,
1: sure. right, right. Yeah. Right. Right.
3: But, but they say things like, well, I don't, I miss my man. <laughs> yeah. And when they get home, they rest better. I mean, my dad sleeps back. He's got a little room back in the back of the house. the twin. That's where he sleeps. And my mom sleeps over here in this room in the house. And, you know, because my dad says, man, I I get tired of sleeping out of tension all the time, you know. And my mom says, well, he snores too much and I can't rest. But you take him out of the house where he's not there and she knows it. You know, I talked to her the other day, and I said, "Mom, you sound tired." She goes, "I am. I miss my man." Yeah. yeah, that's the kind of marriage relationship that only comes about through submission, yes. through loving, yes. through nourishing. nourishing. In Ephesians five, verse nine, there's another word. It's called cherishing. Yes, sir. Yes, amen. Not only does the Lord nourish the church, the Bible says He cherishes the church not only are spouses to love one another but they're to cherish one another Amen. listen um there's been things in the past where people have tried to say that i don't you know i can do deal, deal with people saying bad things about me but i've had them in the past say yeah but your wife and i say oh wait a minute yeah just just a second i say listen if you want to say something about me that's all right. That, that's, your, that's your prerogative. Yeah, yeah. But you don't say nothing about my wife. That's right. Amen. Cherish. That's right. Yeah. To cherish her is to... Uh, that, those things that uh, you, you lift her up, and we're going to get to a little more on that in a second, but you, you it's tender things, physical affection, to give her warmth. You know, men, we are, we are visual. God created us as visual creatures. Amen. Amen. But every once in a while, our wives need that that touch, that touch, that warmth. And and I'm not talking about in a and I'm in a sexual way, but I'm talking about in a loving manner, where you where you go and give them a hug every once in a while. Right, right, right. Come on, man! I'm telling you. You say, "Well, preacher, I'm not, I'm just not cut out that way." Well, you need to be cut that way if you want to build a relationship with your wife. You need to get over yourself and go hug them every once in a while. Yeah, that's cherishing. That tender love, those listen uh, that 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 only you can give. Our wives need they 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 need that security, that protection, and those responsibilities are that of a husband, Mm -hmm. not the wife. And as Christ provides for His church, the husband also provides for his wife and his family, cherishing. Then look in verse 33. Honoring and respecting. Boy, this is something that's different nowadays. I've seen a lot of husbands and wives that have really, they, they show disrespect and disregard to their husband or to their wife. They listen I mean, you you look at Ephesians 5.33, it tells us that the wife is to respect her husband. 1 Peter 3.7 tells us the husband is to honor his wife. And honor and respect are two investment strategies that husbands and wives have to utilize to help their marriage. The husband who honors his wife will also respect her. And a wife who respects her husband will also honor him. I mean, how can you honor somebody that you don't respect? Or how can you respect someone that you don't honor? And I've seen too many marriages where neither one is practiced. Sarcastic remarks are made. Listen, at the expense of the other. Listen, never do that. Listen, I'm telling you, especially, listen, if you're joking around even. uh, Listen, don't, I mean, don't ever do that in front of your children. If you're having a spat, yeah. don't do it in front of your kids. That's right. That's right. I mean, if you have a disagree, disagree, but disagree, go back here and disagree. Amen? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, right. right. Come on. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, I've watched my parents disagree. Now, they, since we're grown, they kind of got out and open a little bit. But, you know, hey, I just, you know, I'm, I'm 63 years old. Uh, and I can discern some of that, but children cannot. No. Uh, husbands making degrading or cutting remarks of their wives. Listen, God help us not to do that. Mm-hmm. Honor and respect one another. Listen, I've had to get after my kids before about their mom. Oh, yeah, yep. I said, hey, wait a minute. I said, you know, you've made a couple mistakes here. I said, the first mistake you made is you disrespected your mother.
2: Right. yeah.
3: The second mistake you made is you disrespected my wife. Amen.
0: Right.
2: Amen.
3: Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's right. And we, you know, we kind of have to get that straight every once in a while. But listen, we honor and respect our mates. Listen, if we want a, a relationship where, it, in fact, turn to 1 Corinthians. I was thinking about this this morning. Brother Shelton even read this again today. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I mean, y'all know it. I read it every time I do a wedding. Charity or love suffereth long. It's kind. Charity or love envieth not. It vaunteth not itself. It's not puffed up. It doth not behave itself unseemly. Seeketh not her own. Is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil Rejoiceth not in iniquity But rejoiceth in truth Beareth all things Believeth all things Hopeth all things Endureth all things Charity what? Read it Love is an action word Love is something you do Love is not just a, just a warm, fuzzy feeling. Right. Amen. The Bible says that husbands love your wives even as Christ. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. You know how much he, the Lord loved us? For God so... Yes, yeah. What did He do? Gave. He gave. Yes, love is an action word. Yes, love is something we do. Mm-hmm. And God loved us so much, He gave His Son... You know when we agape love our spouse It's a sacrificial kind of love yeah. It's all about them Nothing about me
2: yeah.
3: You know sometimes it takes us a while to learn that Yeah Sometimes it's, it's like uh, What have you done for me lately? <laughs> you know what I do around here Now wait a minute It doesn't matter You're you're talking about getting credit for something. No, that's not real love. Love is about the other person. You see, when Christ died for us on the cross, you know who it was about? You. It's all about you. In fact, he said, Father, forgive them. You know what he said? He said, it's all about them. And he died just for us on the cross of Calvary. Why did he do that? Because he loves us. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Mutual love, mutual submission, mutual cherishing, mutual honor, mutual respect. If you want a good, strong marriage, that's what it's going to take. And we live in a world that wants to discount marriage. But listen, I'm telling you, nothing like it. Yep, nothing like it. I always told my wife, I told you this other day, I always told honey, if you ever leave me, I'm going with you. <laughs> yeah. In 37 years, and I don't say this bragging, but I'm thanking God for it, in 37 years of marriage, we have never, ever, once, ever, even jokingly, used the word divorce. Never. not an option
2: Maybe.
3: when we got married we said till death do yes, us sir. part yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. and I've told my wife I said honey I'm telling you uh, I get to go first
2: <laughs> yeah
3: listen do you love you mate right. yes, sir. Are, yes, sir. Are you, do you struggle about some things you ought to come there ought to be a, a time where husbands and wives Pray together. Amen. Amen. That we, and it's okay to show your affection. Listen, yeah. if I want to kiss my wife, I told so. if I want to kiss, you know, my secretary, I'm going to kiss her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's right.
3: That's right. <laughs> secretary is my wife.
2: Yeah. That's right.
3: That's right. And, and this gives me the right to do that. That's right. That's yeah. Right. That's right. If I want to hold her hand, I'm yeah. going to hold her hand. i love her just as christ loved this church Uh and all god's people can say father help us lord i don't even know how to give an invitation